Welcome to the Mindwaves podcast, sharing positive news about mental health and well-being in Greater Glasgow and Clyde. In each short episode, we'll be bringing you insights, information and ideas from local people with something to say about mental health. Hello and thank you very much for joining us for the first ever episode of the Mindwaves podcast. My name's Marie. I work for the Mindwaves Project. You're going to hear my voice a little bit today, but mostly over this episode and forthcoming episodes, you're going to hear from our project volunteers and from people and organisations in Glasgow and Clyde who have something to say about mental health. Just before we get started with our two main features for today, I wanted to give you a quick overview of Mindwaves, just in case you haven't come across us before. So Mindwaves is a small project. We are funded and hosted by the Health and Social Care Alliance Scotland and there's two main strands to our work. The first is that we have a brilliant network of volunteer community correspondents. They give up their time to share their experiences and seek out stories from their local communities to encourage people and keep them informed about ways to manage their mental health. Our community correspondents are a diverse group from all walks of life who either have experience of mental health, they might be carers for someone who's dealing with mental health issues, or they might work in the field of mental health, and sometimes more than one of these. Uh, The main way we share their experiences and stories is through our blog, and you can find details of that at the end of the episode. And the other way we are now sharing um, what they have to say is through this podcast. The other strand of our work is that we run free skills workshops, usually in central Glasgow, and these give people the skills to use digital media and creativity to talk about mental health and wellbeing. You don't need any experience to come to our workshops. All you need is a passion about mental health and to have something you want to say about it. Um, Our most recent workshops have included a whole range of things like blogging, using social media, vlogging, creating graphics, mindfulness and storytelling, film reviewing and most recently podcasting which has resulted in me sitting talking to you today. Now that you've got to know Mindwaves a little better, let's get on with the episodes. Our episodes will usually have two main features. The first will be a conversation with one of our volunteers or a special guest dealing with a particular aspect of mental health. It will always be something that we feel like people can relate to, that you might find encouraging or get some insight from, or even simply something that helps you feel more understood, like there's someone out there who knows what you're going through. The second feature will be someone expressing their experience of mental health in a creative way. And today we have some amazing music for you. First of all, I'm delighted that we have one of our fantastic community correspondents, Maureen. She took some time to have a chat with our project manager, Rosie, about a huge milestone in her mental health recovery. So here they are. So Maureen, you are here, you're going to tell us about a big day that you've got planned for tomorrow. Yep. What is it that you're planning to do? I'm going to get the bus into Glasgow City Centre, meet my friend. Okay, and why is that a big thing? I've got generalised anxiety disorder, 
um, and social anxiety. Um, and my license was revoked recently because my car was my safety net. But um, I don't have a car now, so I've got to use public transport. And I've been working up to this. I've set other goals and I've been working up to this to try and get out more because I feel as if I'm missing so much. When's the last time you got a bus into town? Oh. Two years ago, maybe. Maybe longer. So it's a big thing to mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. Looking back a few months, did you think that you would be at this stage? Do you think you'd be able to do it? No. No. What worried you? Walking to the bus stop is a big thing. Just walking up the road. Um, because my anxiety gets on top of me if I'm not careful. And my stomach starts turning. I feel sick. I get all the shaky, sweating. I think it's easier just to turn around and go back. And then I thought, no, I need to try and work on this because I miss so much. Um, and I get so reliant on the car, but obviously with my licence being revoked, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to have to use public transport or start walking more. Um, so I thought, no, I need to get up there and start doing things. So I've been working up, leading up to it a wee bit. OK, so what's been involved in that? What, what have the baby steps been? Walking up to the bus stop, just walking up round the block, taking the dog out. Uh, which I hadn't been doing, so sort of walk, just taking him round the block and then getting further, nearer and nearer to the local bus stop, um, looking at bus timetables, what buses can I get, getting my bus pass, it was a biggie, and I got the plus one so that my friend could come with me. Um, I would get to the bus stop and she would get a bus and meet me at the bus stop, um, and then she would get the bus, she would phone me when she was getting the bus near, getting near to me, um, and I would watch for the bus come, make sure she was she was on it, and go on the bus with her, and then go a couple of stops, and just go for a coffee and come back. She sounds like, like a good friend. Oh, she is. I don't know where I'd be without her, but she's brilliant. She's Has she really been a big good. step in getting you ready to yeah, do this? definitely, definitely. And do you feel ready? Yeah. You do? Yeah. So. Anxious, but I think that's only natural, given the time and stuff like that and what I'm doing, but we've been going a couple of stops at a time. The furthest we've got is the key. Went to the pictures last week. We went to the quay, um, which was good because we went for lunch and made a kind of a day over. Um, and she she get the bus back with me as well. So I was on the bus with her the whole time. So crossing over that water is going to mm-hmm. be the big Came thing. Over the bridge, getting into town. And do you have a plan for sort of practical things that that you're going to do when you're on the bus to help you? Well, I've got my phone, um, and I've got some mindfulness stuff on my phone. Um, Usually in the morning, every morning I do some mindfulness um, and relaxation stuff. I've got Valium, which I don't like taking because I don't like the effect of it. And it's still going to be there forever. I'd rather do it on my own. Um, so I've usually got one in my bag and in my purse somewhere. Um, and my phone's got a lot of stuff on it. Um, I can text my friend that I'm meeting and she'll text me back and things like that. Um, trying to focus on where I'm passing, where I'm going. Um, me tunes come into my head. So we're um, confident that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm, You've got mm-hmm, a plan, you're going to be able... What, do you have a plan? Do you have an escape route? If, if you panic yeah, and you think you just can't yeah, do it, you've got to... just got off and cross the road. I know I know the route fairly well. Um, so I know where toilets are and stuff. I know where sort of like Burger King at the Quay and there's different places. I know that the next stop I can go off and go into a toilet and wash my hands and face because I, I sweat a lot, shake a lot. Um, and if it comes to it, I'll just cross the road and come back and I think I tend to find when I do that when I know I'm heading home I'm fine 
because I know the stress isn't there anymore. I know I'm going back to my safe place. But try again another time. Mm-hmm. How do you think you'll feel if you do it? Oh, I'll be ecstatic. My friends meet me at the bus stop in town, so I'll be ecstatic. Probably start crying or something. It's going to be emotional. Probably, I know, I know. So we've got a plan. There's a, where I got off the bus, there's a, there's a place we can go for a coffee and something to eat. So I think we'll be going there first so I can calm down after the stress of going there. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to it, kind of. Kind I know of. it's excited, excite, excited but anxious at the same time. Must have been a big step to even sit down and set that goal. It was. My ther- I'd see a therapist and that was part of it. Was Even when I did have the car, it was part of it. Was, you know, we need to get you out of your comfort zone and start you know, doing something, pushing yourself a wee bit. Um, and that was part of the plan, was going into busier places, places that are... I don't know very well, things like that. So I knew it was coming, but it came sooner than it should have, probably. So having your licence revoked is not fair and it's not a good thing. And I'm not saying that it is, but is there a positive? Maybe I think this is a positive thing. I think it's like a baptism of fire. It's flooding, it's throwing men at the deep end. I think that you need to do this. You know, so that, that's been quite good. I'm walking more, which I used to do a lot, but again, over the years, I've got sort of, as my illness get worse that side of things started to fall away and I was sort of tending to stay in the house a lot more when I wasn't working. Um, and then since I stopped working, I wasn't going out much at all. Um, but the first time I'd been into the town was when I came to the Mindwaves meeting with Laura. That was the first time. Um, and even then, we got off and became the back route where it was quieter rather than being in the middle of town. So that's will be interesting. Appeared in the middle of the I European Championships as well. I know, I know. So it'll be busy, but be fine. Be fine, and if you're not fine, you'll still. Be I know. I've, I think the fact that I, even if I get on the bus and I get it so far, I'll just turn around and come back. I phone my friends and let them know, and I just need to look at the positives and think. Well, at least I get out the door. I got on a bus, and I walk to the bus. Whatever you know, I'll try and still look at the positives. Achievement. So if you can do this, you can do anything. Hopefully, that's the plan. Once so I've what's next? It. I don't know. Um, I'm hoping to come to the training event at the Lions Build. So learn um, how to make scenes. Yeah, because I've missed a lot of stuff, like the podcast stuff, but which I was really interested in. But as soon as I hear it's in the Lions Build and it's in Charing Cross, it's in the town, that's it. I'm just, I just switch off because I think I can't do that. And I know as long as I tell myself I can't do it, I'll never try it. So I think, well, I can do it, but this is what I need to do and what I need to put in place to get there. Even if it does mean somebody coming with me, like when we went to the Goma, my daughter and her partner came with me. Um, and met me again at the, the gallery so that somebody was there. And I knew you were all going to be there, so that was fine, but I've usually got to plan everything out to the last wee detail before I do it, which is quite exhausting, quite time-consuming. So this yeah. bus journey tomorrow, it could change your life? Hopefully, get me back to where I was years ago. That's great. Jumping off and on buses and into town and stuff. Is there any advice you'd give to somebody else who's who's struggling with something like that that feels insurmountable? Go for it. Definitely. Take your time. Make sure you've got good friends that support you. Make sure you've got things in place that you've got somebody, something that you can fall back on if you don't quite make it and don't feel guilty or bad about not doing it. You know, Look at the positives and think, well, next time I'll get it. I'll go another stop. Because I have started... Um, I went. I got on a bus, went two stops, crossed the road and came back. I've done things like that. It's like graded exposure, if you like. It's like wee bits at a time, and I've built it up to five stops on my own. And I went to the quay with my friend, so I know 
It's just like making sure I've got things to keep me calm and occupied while I'm on the bus journey. And it's things like people sitting next to me. Um, that's that's a bit of a, a wobble for me. I'm trying to plan, like, well, what can I do if somebody does sit next to me and wants to talk? Because that's where the social anxiety mm-hmm. comes in. Um, and I've discussed that with my friend and the therapist and all that. Just, just general conversation. People on a bus are going to ask personal details, you know. And if they do, it's them that's the problem, yeah. not you. Yeah, it's just the more, why would I tell you that? Yeah. And if the worst comes to worst, I just go off the bus and get another one. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. That's really, really oh, interesting. Um, can we check back in with you to hear how it went? Yes, yes. definitely. When we hear definitely. about your successful day. Definitely successful. Yeah. Thanks so much, Bonnie. Thank you. Thanks so much again to Maureen for sharing her journey with us. We're really looking forward to chatting with her in the next episode, just to hear how her day went. Another person we're hoping to speak with in a future episode is one of our former community correspondents, Angela. She was in touch with us this week to let us listen to an original song written and performed by her, which is based on her own experience of mental health recovery. We were really inspired by her voice, by the music and the message behind the song. So we're really excited that she is letting us share it on this episode of the podcast. Um, She told us a bit about why she wrote it. She says that it's about how often the way to healing is to actually open up and let yourself be vulnerable, to speak out and in a way to reveal your naked soul. She also said that it totally sums up where she is in her life at the moment. There's not really much else I could say to do this justice, so we're going to finish the very first episode of the Mindways podcast with an original track written and performed by Angela McCrimmon. This is Naked Soul.
is nothing that is stronger, stronger than the love she's known. When she lets the truth within shine through her naked Thanks for listening. To make sure you don't miss future episodes of Mindwaves, why not subscribe to the show on whichever platform you get your podcasts and maybe even leave us a review. There are lots of stories and features about mental health on our website www.mindwavesnews.com and you can also follow us on Twitter at Mindwaves1. We hope you join us next time.